0: Welcome into the Back Room of Politics. We're still here at uh, Field Days 2023, a wonderful event celebrating uh, all things good about farming, but also demonstrating some of the wonderful technologies that are out there that are going to make a difference in the uh, agriculture and horticultural sector uh, in the years ahead. Remembering that New Zealand's got uh, those balance of payment problems, this is the industry that's going to help sort that out. Uh, We also, of course, uh, have an industry here that is very aware Of issues around uh, climate change and uh, nitrogen loading of of soils, etc. That means that farming practice is going to change. It is changing. Farmers are very open to that. I'm here at uh, Holter. Holter is a company founded by Craig uh, Piggott. Craig Piggott, I just about called you Craig. Something else here, sorry, Craig. (laughs) And um, uh, he's invented a system of farming. Uh, He's joined by his uh, manager of growth, Charlie Baker, and we've got uh, a farmer who uses the Holter system. Pete Morgan here as well, but we start with uh, with you, Craig. Um, wh- what was the thought process that got you to this place? Thanks, firstly well, so th- maybe just say what Holter is.
1: Yeah, no, thank you. Um, pleasure to be here and uh, and happy to happy to talk through it. So um, Holter is a system for uh, uh, for farmers, for pasture farmers, for dairy farmers, um, to enable them to grow, harvest, and convert uh, more grass, and really just run a more efficient operation. Um, we have a collar and an app and uh, we do a range of things uh, on farm. it's really a, yeah, a tech platform to help farmers to be, to be more efficient. Um, maybe go to your, to your question of where did it come from, And um, I uh, was born and bred on, on dairy farms in the Waikato, uh, parents are farmers in Salah, um, and then I uh, left farming to study engineering and um, that was probably the, gives you some perspective on the industry and it makes you realise how critical farming is to society. Uh, and just how underserved it was from a from a technology perspective and an innovation perspective. And so, um, I was working at Rocket Lab, so NZ satellite launch company. Um, it was a startup at the time, and that was where I kind of realised that if you uh, have an ambitious mission and the right team, uh, you can really change an industry. And so, I left Rocket Lab to start Holter, um, trying to do a, yeah a very similar thing, but for the ag, uh, ag industry and really uh, innovate and, and provide tech for, for farmers. Well that's an uh, interesting
0: path to get to the point where you've got the company. Um, so now you've got to sell it uh, out there. Uh, Charlie, if you you were saying to someone in the field who might be looking at it, a farmer who wants to change the system, what is the system? How does it work?
2: So uh, at the core of the system is it's all about pasture management, so Halter helps farmers to grow more grass, to harvest more grass and to convert that to more milk. So. Uh, we're all about pasture uh, and the, the way we do that is through a bunch of really important features like we've got virtual fencing, um, which is a really dynamic way of uh, fencing. Uh, we've got um, pasture allocation that is way more precise than how we conventionally allocate feed to cows. Uh, we can allocate down to like... Kilograms uh, per cow down to like a decimal point. How, of, how do you of get precision. that data?
0: How do you pick up that data?
2: So uh, the farmer feeds in from pasture walks, and then because we are measuring the grazing per individual cow, we can uh, help the farmer manage their round length really dynamically. Um, and then the, I guess the other key pieces are you can run as many mobs as you want with Halter. Um, so you're just more um, dynamic and more flexible, especially as your conditions change. And
0: what's it mean for the animals themselves? So, uh, uh, well, I mean, they are actually wearing a halter. it's effectively, are they?
2: Absolutely. So every um, every cow gets a collar, uh, and then the farmer gets a halter app in their pocket. And um, there's a radio towers on each farm, and so that gives you kind of full connectivity. And what that does is uh, allows the farmer to kind of run a lot of their their core operations through the halter system. So,
0: so Pete, why did you get into this? What made you decide to give this a go?
2: We've looked
3: at lots of different tech over my career, 30-odd years of dairy farming, and uh, one of the beauties and strengths of New Zealand pastoral farming, and anywhere in the world, but New Zealand gets it right more than anywhere, is the ability to grow and utilise, really simply low-cost, but high-quality pasture, and then utilise it with animals. So we've known that was always the driving engine behind the productivity, and through that, the performance and welfare of the animals. So we've been waiting long time for something to really transform the industry to allow us to do that in a way that have an infinite degree of uh, variability and flexibility to do it um, uh, anywhere, anytime and have full visibility and out of that full control over exactly how many animals are exactly where they are on the farm and zoom in and get live views of where the number of animals are, what they're doing and then how they're experiencing life uh, their health status, their reproductive status, and then to be able to move them anywhere you want at any time.
0: So, so just to be clear about that, um, each animal has a, a, a collar on them that is transmitting data yep. of some sort yep. to you as the farmer. Yep,
3: absolutely. And I've got all the metrics of that in terms of their grazing and their eat and sleep and health and how they experience things. Right. And that's a really important for understanding their performance but is it, and within that there their health status and therefore uh, because they're such staunch animals the challenge is to actually be able to see into what's going on with them and this way upstream we get some high quality information as to any issues that might be happening on a herd level right down to ultimately where we needed to end up which is our ability to look after and account for every animal pretty much the same as when I started go back 30 years ago 120 cows down in Otrahonga for a great farmer We'd quietly work with them on foot all day and we'd give them very specific attention. Um, We're now able to have that degree or more attention. And and this is why it resonates with more um, grounded and fundamental farmer, because it's able to achieve a very straightforward level for anybody um, on the farm team um, to be able to perform the same, regardless if they've been there a week or 30 years.
0: So, Craig, one of the things I, I read is that you're picking up on the natural instincts of the animals themselves um, and the way they interact with each other and uh, what their behaviours are. How many technologies have you pulled together uh, for this system? It, it looks like a lot. There's, there's yeah, been, yeah, A bit it, of GPS and a, a bit of uh, it, uh, a few other things in there.
1: Uh, yes, for sure. There is there is countless uh, different technologies. Everything from Hardware to software to machine learning to yeah GPS to radio frequencies animal behaviour uh, it's a very broad technical solution um, and a lot of those systems are right at their at their limits as well like it's really um, quite groundbreaking in many different uh, dimensions um, that as an engineer is is pretty fun um, I think it enables us to attract really high quality talent and and team members because. You know, the best data scientists in the world get excited about some of the hardest data science problems. Um, and uh, and there's, some, uh, there's so many things for us to do and solve and, and ways that we can help farmers. Um, so yeah, there's no shortage of technical technical challenges and, and breadth.
0: And um, how, how do you describe it? I mean, I, I don't disrespect you guys, but you know it inside out. Uh, so someone's listening to this. Yep. Um, what are they picking up? Because there's like a whole lot of letters It's like um, you know the techno blurb stuff. If you like, <laughs> how do you yep. simplify what this is? Am I right in saying this is where you put a, a data collection collar on every cow, uh, and then you're able to manage that cow's uh, food intake, uh, their production output, uh, and even their movement? Is that correct?
1: Yes. There's a uh, um so there's probably two distinct um, parts to halter, the simple side that people get uh, very quickly is uh, health monitoring, so monitoring that, like a Fitbit for a, for a cow, um, and also heat detection which is the fertility piece, so anyone who's worn an Apple Watch or um, is having rich information on your on your animals at all times. Um, the probably more uh, novel part to halter, the bit that can take a little bit longer, is the ability to shift the cows and, and to allocate uh, when, you're, when you're fencing a herd of cows, you're allocating grass and the fact that you can now do that to a degree that is a lot more precise than a paddock, right now farmers use paddocks and, and fractions of a paddock to control um, how they graze their grass, um, and we're able to take that to a whole new level. And that means for a farmer, very simply, they grow and harvest more grass. Um, that is the overwhelming benefit of, of virtual fencing. Sure, it saves you some time, um, it will automate a little bit of the labour, you've got happy, happier and healthier cows. Um, but fundamentally, you grow more grass, and for a dairy farmer based on pasture, um, how well you grow, utilise, harvest, convert that grass is just the single most important thing on, on a pasture you, farm. You mentioned
0: there um, borderless or
1: fenceless farms. Or yes, is that what it is? Yeah, fenceless farming is. Uh, some people would use that word to, to describe us for sure. Um, you still have farms have fences today, so we don't. You don't have to pull fences Fence out. Right, we can work around them. Um, you don't need them per se. Um, you'd always want a boundary fence, that's uh, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. even a, a legal requirement, but um, yes. Yeah, yeah.
0: So how do you operate with that, feed?
1: So if
3: you came onto my farm tomorrow, which you're welcome to, um, it'd be great to show you, But and look at our normal operation. We allocate feed, we'd normally put an electric fence up which takes a fair bit of time, and we would go out and manually have to push the cows with motorbikes and the dogs and the people. We still carry out the same operations, we allocate the pasture, we move them to crops, we give them, bring them to the cowshed to milking, but we're now able to do that in a transformative way where we allocate the feed by drawing on the paddock and mimic the exact same motion as if you were putting up a fence, but we've already pre-measured and we can get that right down to the infinitesimally small degree. We can accommodate everything else around it, so all our environmental impact we're able to double up at the same time. We've got two big rivers beside us, we're able to have where they are in conjunction with that, and our steep country, and our sensitive ground, and heavy rainfall, we'll adapt around all of those, even on the fly, middle of the night, just move all the stock up to a kilometre away, somewhere safely. We could always do that manually, now, but we wouldn't, we were just so impractical with time and effort. We now are able to create those outcomes. So now what we do is we actually, with my team every week, I've got four of them, epic young, in their 20s, really motivated. We now just concentrate on outcomes. What are we trying to do for the week? And then they go and achieve it and move them. So we've got animals here. If we want to, um, right now, they're moving them. So we touch that and we can see that dotted line. So in a few minutes, all those cows will walk from there to that gate. Because my young 22-year-old on the farm. Just this morning, we discussed what the outcome we wanted.
0: So is that a a, a signal or an impulse or something that's gone to the cow?
1: Yeah, so the um, this is the the mobile app, and then that will communicate with the collars on the cow. Right. Uh, and those cows are trained to respond to the cues from the collar. So right. the cows are already trained on farms yeah. today. They're trained to uh, to fences. They um, they visually can you know cows can visually see a fence, uh, and we convert those visual cues to audible cues. Um, and so instead of a cow seeing a fence, they hear it through uh, through halter. And so um, the collar uses sound to then guide. Um,
0: these, so these,
1: are, these are clearly quite intelligent animals. They are so smart, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. like, how long do they take? Uh,
3: probably about one to two days, and they completely suss it out. Right. One of the things that the algorithm that's been developed is so intuitive, it does it in a really gentle way. Um, if you've ever ridden a horse, the, um, it has steering. Like with the reins, with the audio cue, that the cows immediately start understanding. There's a yeah. little vibration that's the same as Great's impulse for them moving forward, um, and is able to adapt around them. It's a lot more patient than we are, hmm. um, and there's been a lot of work gone into um, into developing that so it works intuitively with the animals, and will carry on doing so because so, so d- d- it's data rich.
0: Pure animal to, to transfer on a system like this. Is that a do you have a per animal cost, or is it like it, um, it really depends depending on? on the circumstances.
2: It, yeah, yeah. So we don't have like a flat, flat rate like that. It, it, it's because uh, each farm's different, and they've got different drivers for what they're trying to optimize for. We have some customers, small owner-operator farms, through to you know some of the uh, biggest farms in, in the country. Um, but we work really um, in a consultative approach with each farm to understand what their main drivers are uh, and how Holter can help with their system.
0: From a farmer point of view. Uh, has it lifted your productivity at all?
3: Oh, hugely. Yep. In the um, in several ways, um, some of them tangible. So the amount of pasture we've eaten, we've lifted that to about ten or fifteen percent. That's what drives our whole business. So we've paid for majority of all the costs just on that. We've stripped out our hours out by at least twenty percent. Cows are not. Uh, staff aren't going out to get cows in the middle of the night. They're not having to put up fences. Um, it's uh, created a really upstream intervention for cows well. Um, identifying animal health issues so we can get them really early, use far less drugs, and get better outcomes and then other areas uh, around uh, managing reproduction and then most of all for us having more control. I can see the farm wherever I am. I'm at the field days and my staff are managing the farm and I have full oversight. So those things all come together. Yeah, You've that, got it
0: all on you. We've got it right experience. there.
3: And I can actually... Yeah. Well, one of the things, though, is that I can turn whatever information we have. When we're in an age, particularly in farming, where we're saturated with massive amounts of high-quality information. But for us, it's being able to turn it into action. I can react to it and actually move the animals, feed them, manage them, identify any issues... Health ones and, and deal with them and then environmentally we can create all these adaptions i was talking about before mm. that have now become absolutely passe for all of us every day to um, to achieve so when it comes back to costs this thing absolutely needs a return and every farmer using Holter is finding different ways to not only use it but measure value and for us it's a that value is quantified um, in an accumulation of those things i just said but one of the biggest things that we need in farming is to have control. Once we know we understand the system, we can respond. Our ability to handle all the regulatory, all of the environmental, all of the inflation costs just becomes a little bit more straightforward because you can go to bed at night knowing that you're going to be, things will be okay.
0: And is it that holds itself is solar powered? is
1: it? Yes, yes. So uh, has to be.
0: Yeah, um, I was wondering about that. Yeah, yeah, You couldn't really go out and put uh, batteries. new batteries in <laughs> so many double A's. Yeah. <laughs> thousand yep. cows or whatever it might be yes
1: here. which is it's actually a really unique advantage for us because we can then uh, collect a lot more data um, and a lot more information off uh, off these collars because they're not having to run on a battery or conserve power on a battery so um, yeah
0: yeah very interesting they're
1: and also um, they're also
2: updatable in the field which is a huge advantage <laughs> so as our uh, engineers and, and um, skilled People at HQ are are unlocking new value and new features. We can just send that out over the air and all the collars in New Zealand will all update automatically um, at morning milking. Um, Same hardware, but the the service itself is
0: is updating and appreciating as we... Just like the update on a cell phone. Exactly. Exactly the same.
3: So all the features that we get as as more and more things become unleashed. This is one of my mobs. This is their grazing live. uh, The average and then the range of them. But this will be modified and uh, in a month, this will be fine-tuned to develop with more insights. What we need are things to support the decisions that we make as farmers. We're still making all the decisions, but to have higher quality information, um, that's being modified all the time and that's where the the uh, upgrade of the... And
0: do you think that'll help, uh, you know, things like measuring your CO 2 output and all absolutely. that sort of
3: thing? Well, the result, the, um, the tools that we're going to have going forward are going to be around Um, A whole lot of feeding um, options and we're going to need tools, Uh, we're going to need a tool like Holter to enable us to react, Um, uh, particularly if we start having some more grown up conversations around gene editing, developing some some better uh, feeds and pastures and that will enable us to actually achieve these things. We're going to need to be able to turn it into action in an environment with less labour, with far less skills, but to be able to support the ones we have and really nurture them to emissions is the number one thing um, on our horizon that we're really focusing on Uh, we don't have answers yet but we need to position ourselves game ready as those answers come and um, for us to be able to respond and and for us this is uh, it's all going to be land-based and so the way we manage our animals and land and and auditing um, that's going to come out of it this is going to be the answer
0: yeah and uh, when when it comes to uh... Uh, gene editing, which is quite different to GMO, uh, quite different, very different. Yeah. Um, are you talking about better grass stocks that Ab- absolutely. produce less? Uh, um, you know, uh, uh, what's it called? What's the methane? House? Methane. methane. Sorry, yeah. yeah.
3: Correct. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. We've we've got the genetic variation in there. We've got all the genes. All we're talking about is just tuning up or down existing ones with gene editing. There's nothing. This, this is in the grass. This stuff. is in the pasture. We've already got. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Right. It's all it's all there, right. but we just need to. Get the the regulations fit for purpose, which that has been well identified by government, that well the, the advisors to government, that they're not. Um, but that's another. But it's about the conversation. We need to quantify what those answers are going to be, and what it's going to, what the opportunity costs of them are if we don't go down that road.
0: Right, Craig. What else have you got on the pipeline?
1: <laughs> oh, that is a, it's uh, a good question. We um, we about half of the tips. So we're about hundred and eighty odd. Uh, people now at Holter, and over half of that is, is engineering and, and product and, and technology and so they're always listening to farmers and customers trying to understand what problems they have and and what we can build to um, to help help provide more value to our customers and so um, the fact that we can update it means we you know we can hear we're talking to you know customers uh, here at Field Days and and you're listening and trying to understand like what is the most valuable thing we can build for the next and then we can Go back and, and and build that feature and have it released to them in you know a, a week or two weeks time in some cases. So um, yeah, it's really about what do I what do the farmers need? Um, what do our customers want?
3: And we keep we keep supplying them with a big list. We're just I mean they're really open to communication, but we're just sending Christmas lists to them all of the time. For this, me, develop good. social modeling around cows. We could understand all of how they experience life. We want to be able to move from. Addressing the really necessary five freedoms that animals have and we deliver to the next level up, which is um, animal well-being Which is how do they experience life and how do we actually optimize that because they will be more productive um, So it's absolutely tangible um, and the productivity being higher and then the um, the way that our consumers Get to understand how well we actually do look after our animals. That's yeah, you all you there for the taking. Talked
0: about animal well I, th- I thought we were in Parliament for a minute. <laughs> Grant Robertson. <but>, um, <laughs> um, well, that's why I included the productivity but it, but side of it. Trust <laughs> me.
2: And, yeah, yeah, is productivity
0: it, is an it, important it, part of that.
2: As a small example, um, you know, we can see which cows are best friends with other cows, <laughs> uh, and uh, and you know, that's not just uh, a neat feature for kind of curiosity. It's actually really powerful for like mob management decisions and a whole lot of other. Important decisions. This type of social friendship—you um, know—ideas we've had for decades, but now we've got the data to, to
1: show you exactly which cows are, are best friends.
0: It's quite amazing. Yeah, it is. All there.
1: Our bigger challenge is usually trying to prioritize what. There's no shortage of things to do and 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 features to build, and it's actually trying to work out what, what ones do you put at the top of the list because you can't do it all at once. Um, and like we opened with it, there at the end of the day, our, our best farmers and customers today are really using Holter to, to, to grow and harvest more grass um, and so that's the area where, um, where you're giving these farmers these tools to just be far more efficient with how they manage their pasture, they're not constrained to paddocks um, and that's where we're seeing the, these, these very big gains in, in running high performing more efficient farms. And getting
3: that right means that you actually, that's the route upstream to deal with the animal health and welfare issues and all of that, we actually get run better systems where we're able to look after the animals and the rest of those things happen downstream of that.
0: Well look, um, I think uh, listening to the way you're talking about this stuff, the future of farming is, is quite exciting really and uh, many of the sort of, uh, I, I suppose you'd say prejudices that might be out there and there are many of them against farming sadly. Uh, are, are going to be defeated by the sort of work that uh, Holger are doing and the work that uh, farmers are doing and embracing that, that new technology. I think it's quite uh, interesting to hear you talk uh, uh, the way you are, Pete. I think it's um, quite uh, uh, surprising to some people that um, you, your interest uh, firstly, firstly in your animals but then also the environment is, is coming through loud and clear. Yeah. And embracing technology like this I think it's fantastic. So I appreciate that Well pitch. done, Craig. I think... Uh, it's, it's good. Uh, Charlie, keep the company growing. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Pete, I wish you all the best for uh, whatever this uh, new technology might bring for you. Yeah, it's
3: exciting times.
0: Yeah, it is indeed. Thank Thanks you, Jerry. Very much.
3: Cheers, Thank Jerry. You.